Hello, everybody. This is Rich Sports Talk, broadcasting on SoundCloud, TuneIn Speaker, and available for download on iTunes. Remember to like and subscribe for all of our latest content, and reach out to us, richsportstalk at gmail.com, or on Twitter at the handle richsportstalk. So I've been hearing a lot in the news this week about a certain player in the NFL, Odell Beckham Jr. Now, for those who have listened to the show, no, I'm not the biggest Odell Beckham fan, but I'm actually going to support him this week, where a lot of members of the media have been bashing Odell Beckham, basically saying, you know, that he's breaking the locker room code, that he shouldn't be able to speak his mind. But this is why, because before the game against Carolina, these comments came out on ESPN, and Odell was basically talking about the limitations of Eli Manning and how he feels his role has been minimized in the current giant offense. I don't get 20 targets like some other receivers. You so know. is it the offense? Is it the scheme? When you talk about you're not it's putting a Everything situation? at the moment. It's just everything. It's just everything. And, and not to say that it's not going to work, but at the moment, uh, I feel like I work entirely way too hard. Do you have an issue at quarterback then? Uh, I don't know. Like I said, I feel like he, he's not going to get out the pocket. He's not. We, we know Eli's not running. But is it a matter of time issue? Can, can he still throw it? Yeah, it's been pretty safe. It's been you know cool catching a shallow and trying to take it to the house. But I'm you know I want to I want to go over the top of somebody. He is absolutely right. And now I know a lot of people have been saying, oh, you shouldn't be airing the locker room's dirty laundry. You shouldn't be saying this. You shouldn't be saying that. You know, he has to keep that in-house. And I get all of that, but the Giants shouldn't be surprised. Anyone has been watching the Giants this year says, yeah, he's right. He hasn't been getting the ball. They haven't been scheming into the game plan. The offense has seemingly checked down to Saquon Barkley, and Eli hasn't looked good. I mean, they brought in receivers, they brought in a number two overall running back, they improved the offensive line, they're still struggling. This whole offseason was to build Eli up to be successful again, and he's not getting the job done, and they're one and four. And one thing that I'm really bothered by people saying, well, he got his money and he should be quiet. But here's the thing. There's an old saying that when you get money, it doesn't change you. It just makes you more the person you are. And Odell has always been a guy that's going to speak his mind, and he's going to do things, and he doesn't care what you think. He doesn't care. And for the Giants to be surprised by this, they shouldn't be. The NFL is a unique sport. Who has the power in the NFL? It's the owners. It's the front office. There's very few players that have power. Who are they? Well, 90% of the powerful players in the league, they're quarterbacks. They're franchise quarterbacks. There's a slight handful that have power that are not quarterbacks. It's because they have those big contracts. J.J. Watt is one of the people that comes to mind. Not a quarterback, gets paid like a quarterback, but in terms of power and influence in this league, you better believe it. So when the Giants made Odell the highest paid receiver in the league, they weren't only making him the highest paid receiver, they were making him their face of the franchise. Oh, you think Eli's the face? Okay, Giants and non-Giants fans, just sit there. I'm going to listen to my voice. Just listen. When I say New York Giants, what was the first thing that popped into your head? I'm betting for most of you, it was 
Odell Beckham Jr., and more specifically that ridiculous one-handed catch he made a couple years ago. When you think of the New York Giants, you don't think of Eli. You think of Odell, and then Eli. And look, I understand that this is a fan base and an organization that's very protective of Eli. They were after when Tiki Barber made those comments over a decade ago. This last offseason, they were uncomfortable because of the quarterback change last season. They were petrified to take a quarterback early. And now, even though Saquon Barkley has been electrifying and could be the rookie of the year, you don't think the Giants are a little bit regretful when they're looking at the three quarterbacks they could have potentially had, Josh Allen being successful in Buffalo, Rosen looking professional in Arizona, and in the same stadium, Sam Darnold this last weekend with three touchdowns. They're thinking to themselves, man, we're stuck with Eli and this salary. And we built this. Is this the way the Giants are constructed? It's not for a five, six year run. It's for a two, three year run. They're going for it now, and they don't have the quarterback. And now they're one and four. The only good silver lining is the Giants are in such a terrible division right now in terms of the records. They're still technically in it, but just watching this team, they just do not feel like they're in it. But getting back to Odell, when they gave him that money, they said, you are the face of this franchise. And that empowered him. And I give Odell a lot of credit. Because even though you still see that passion on the sideline, he has seemed to mature since getting this contract. And when he was asked those questions about his quarterback and the offense, he was calm, he was cool, he said his piece, and he was honest. And I know everyone wants those cliches, uh, all those answers, and all the people in the media want these answers from these athletes. And look, we crush these athletes when we don't get an answer because they're being cliche and they're feeding us that, that what I like to call a post-game speech where you know that they're just giving you those generic answers and don't want to give you a comment. And you know, then when they give you an authentic comment, you're like, oh, blasphemy. Oh, he can't be saying that. He's more mature than that. He shouldn't be saying this. But Odell has power now. He knows he's the face of this franchise. And I think more importantly, he's trying to fire up that locker room and say, look, we were one in three, now we're one in four. This is unacceptable. This is unacceptable. Because you know Eli's not going to chew people out. That's not his personality. I am very interested to see how this will play over in the locker room, but I get why Odell is frustrated, and I understand receivers, and I'm not the biggest fan of the guy saying, I need the ball every single play like a Des Bryant, and I think Odell comes off as saying that, but let's be honest, when you look at the stats, when he gets the football, the Giants are better. And he's simply not getting the football this year, and I think he's getting frustrated because he's saying, look, you just made me this... Highest paid receiver, I want to go out and prove that I'm the number one receiver in the NFL or one of the top three in the game, and I'm not getting the football because every other player we're checking it down to our rookie running back. And I get why the scheme is tough because Eli doesn't have time in the pocket, Eli's not mobile, can't extend plays. And I think Odell's saying, look, I'm looking at some of these quarterbacks in the league right now that can extend plays, throw the ball down the field, get the ball out quickly, and he's thinking to himself, man, I'm looking at some of these other receivers just piling up yards and touchdowns, and that could be me. I mean, Odell's got the talent. 
But I think the biggest thing I got from this week, which I disagree with, is we're always saying that we want players to be honest, to be authentic. And he was. He gave us an authentic comment, and people are just ripping him for it. And I'm not the biggest Odell Beckham fan. I'll be the first to admit, I'm not a big fan of his sideline shenanigans. I'm not a big fan of him with the with the whole net on the sideline. I'm not a big fan of the peeing on the fire hydrant. But we haven't really seen it this year, and I think that he's doing everything the right way because he understands that there is a bigger spotlight on him. But I think he also understands with that responsibility, he's the voice of this team right now, and he's making a point saying, look, we're not playing well. I think we can do better if the ball's in my hands. It's my responsibility to help this team be better. But we're crushing Eli Manning. That's the one thing I don't get is why we're protecting Eli Manning. I know he's won two Super Bowls. But we've looked at this whole Giants situation. They've gotten better at running back, better at receiver, better at offensive line. And they're still not successful. When are we going to start looking at Eli Manning as the problem? I mean, we looked at it last year. He got benched last year and people lost their minds and he got back in. I understand that Giant fans are passionate about Eli Manning. But it's just weird because before he won a Super Bowl, all Giants fans ever talked about was getting him out of town, how Eli was a bum. I mean, this is a guy that's led the league in interceptions a couple of times. He's not an accurate passer. He's not a great overall athlete. He doesn't get the ball out quickly. And he's almost going to be 40. Odell's frustrated. It's simple as that. You don't think he's also looking at these four rookie quarterbacks that are doing very well this year and saying, look, those franchises look like they have their guy for the next five to ten years, and Eli looks like he's done right now. You don't think Odell's thinking, man, I just committed long-term to the Giants to a position where I need a reliable quarterback, and it looks like we're either going to have to be stuck with Eli Manning for the next few years, who's clearly on the decline, or we're going to get a rookie quarterback that might not be the same quality of quarterback we could have gotten in the previous draft and then have to go through that learning process for years with a young quarterback. You look at receivers, they really have eight to nine great years. The Hall of Famers have eight to nine, on average, great years. Odell's been in the league for a while. He understands, look, he probably has at the top of his game four, maybe five elite years left. And he doesn't want to go through them with Eli Manning for two or three of them and then a young rookie. So I get his frustration. But in the media, we also have to keep an open mind. This is on us as well, because we always complain about these athletes not giving us an honest answer, but when they do give us an honest answer, we are quick to jump on them saying, oh, they shouldn't bring that outside the locker room. They shouldn't bring up this comment. They shouldn't be saying this. They shouldn't be throwing their teammate. He wasn't throwing their teammate under the bus. He was making an accurate and honest assessment. Anyone who's watched the Giants this year can go, yeah, he's right. He's right on the money. He's correct. Eli doesn't look good. The offense hasn't looked good at all this season. They haven't been getting the ball to Odell. They haven't been moving it around. It just seems like numerous checkdowns to Saquon Barkley. So I'm not a bit the biggest Odell Beckham fan. I don't love all the stuff he does off the field. I didn't like when he did the party bow in Miami. That's a whole other story. But right now, he's the face of the Giants franchise because they gave him the big check. And he feels like he has to make a statement. And I think he's telling this front office, look, 
You've committed to me to be the face of this franchise for the next five years. And if you want me to be that face, I need a good quarterback. And right now, Eli's not getting it done. I think you may have passed on getting a good rookie who we could have developed behind Eli. And more importantly, he's saying, I have four or five great years left. And right now, my future quarterback for the New York Giants over the next four or five years, the prospects don't exactly look good. Thank you so much for joining us here on Rich Sports Talk today. Got a lot of great episodes coming up. Still sticking with the NFL, NBA season just around the corner. And, of course, keeping you up to date with the NHL, our last podcast on the NHL expansion in Seattle. That's a great one. So if you're a hockey fan, please check that out on SoundCloud, Speaker, TuneIn, or available for download on iTunes. So I'm Nolan Rich. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Remember to like and subscribe so you don't miss that next episode here on Rich Sports Talk.